Good afternoon. This is season two, episode nine, and I believe this one will be called Indigenous Love. First and foremost, I'd like to acknowledge that we live, work, play, and still study for another week on the la- unceded lands of the Tsleil-Waututh, the Musqueam, and the Squamish. It's nearing the last week of high school here at my work and students today are doing drama and they're quite loud so if you hear anything or loud noises that's them and I've got the door closed and my dishwasher's going for the end of the day so I apologize for the background noise. Uh, For my best friend, this is a happier episode in terms of uh, seeing the unseen. I just wanted to share uh, a happy thought, a proud moment. I'm reflecting on a grade 12 student who did not participate last year due to COVID. And the reason I'm calling this Indigenous Love he is not seen but he has a grandma with an insurmountable love, which he has been living with since September. The background history is, it's not, it's not a great one. It's not a bad one. It's somewhere in between, and being a 17-year-old, he has advocated for himself to um, be joined in staying at his mom's place, which is a safe place. And that's where he wants to be. I call this Indigenous love as my work colleague we both so love this young man and who he's choosing to be and who he's choosing not to have struggles with and there's so much garbage in this world that tries to bring you down being aware of it, not aware of it. You know, we do the little things that we can to make us feel better. And this student is leaps and bounds, leaps and bounds. I feel this way about all my students and the little struggles that they have. But as an Indigenous youth, he has a few more barriers than than other students do. 
and in indigenous love of seeing the unseen, he was a student that uh, basically, honestly, could have gone either way and still can as he continues to struggle in grade 12 with um, uh, peers and invoking um, violence on him and um, even even um, violence uh, from one of his parents. His mom is not in the picture. I don't know what the story is, if she passed away, um, but she's not in the picture. So this young man has no auntie. Since September, I had mentioned to him that I am his auntie and my work colleague is his auntie and we go to bat for him and advocate for him in every different aspect. This student walked to school and took his bike because he did not want to inconvenience anybody in the fall. I had some bus tickets and I gave those to him and as he got to know me, of course he was weary because, you know, he's returning back to school and COVID and he was doing rugby and he was biking to practice in the pouring rain and playing rugby and riding back home on his bike and coming to school the same way. And once I heard his story, I was able to uh, get the school to get him a bus pass. He was on our high on the list for truancy or not graduating grade 12. And he is such an amazing young man he does not have any, well, he didn't have any anger and then this, this peer and, and I don't want to call it bullying. I never call it bullying uh, because that's like the, the softer side of colonialism words. And tried to push him, well, did try to push him down the stairs and he was able to save himself um, and even then, can you imagine a student wanting to push you down the stairs for whatever reason? And that's not called bullying. And I don't condone the usage of the word. So many barriers and yet the student keeps coming back since September since I met him. This is Indigenous love because I, I, I tell my students that I am their auntie. I do the things that their mom's not able to do and it's like well I don't have a mom. As I said I don't know the backstory to that and I don't want to know everything I need I feel I need to know about being an auntie. 
or working in the school system. So I don't know that story. He has not shared that story with neither me nor my work colleague. But there's like grad photos next week. No money to do that. So I will use my credit card. I don't know if the school will reimburse me, but everybody deserves to have their photo taken, especially their grad photo taken. And he knows that I have his back. So all these physical things have been coming at him and he's still coming to school. I don't know. There are some things I just don't want to come to work for, you know, shit that happens inside or outside of work. Things that happen inside, outside of school. And then there's the, the you know, the, my basic life. And yet this student is coming. And he's making a difference. I give praise and accolades and I've had him break down in, in, a, in a one-on-one session we had. We, mainstream society, don't have enough celebrations. Yes, there's Christmas coming, but baby Jesus is not a reason to, to, to celebrate. Our winter ceremonies are important and, and we, we harvest and, and hunt in the summertime months so that in the wintertime months we can just relax and rest our brain and our bodies. And We don't, those of us in, living in the city, we don't do that. We don't give our, our brain and our, our mind and our body a rest. Christmas break, we will. I'll be working on cedar. But in Indigenous love, my boss had mentioned it, and everybody in the school praises this student and how amazing and how accomplished he is, and and they get to see him, and and he's smiling. And when I, when when they walk past my office, they see him sitting there, and his friends are coming in, and. He has a he has a support peer group, a peer support group, and they all call each other, including him. You know, they call and text uh, other grade twelves. You know, dude, when are you coming to school? Dude, are you coming? You know, we're gonna do this. And and my colleague was telling me that he wanted a subway sandwich and he didn't have enough money, and he forgot his wallet and Subway said, that's fine, you can pay me tomorrow. And he went back there yesterday and and he he paid for his Subway. And in the colonial institution, I'm not able to give him a Subway gift card. I'm not able to uh, buy a a Visa card or a a grocery store gift card and, and, and provide that way. So I go to the food bank and whatever food I get, I pass that on to him and his grandma. 
he comes outside and and they live in they live in a one bedroom and his grandma does everything she can so much love have you ever felt so much love with my grand i did and with this student and my life or or parallel he's the unseen now he's seen and on monday we're going to have a blanketing ceremony for him in the school with his grandma coming just so that he knows and everyone in the school knows the witnesses that'll be there will be able to celebrate him and his life and what he's accomplished so far since september He's come such a long way and we need to be proud of those moments and we need to celebrate our unseen by not only acknowledging them but being able to 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 praise them and give them accolades like like there's no tomorrow because our unseen want to be seen they need to be seen they need to have the connection and and to be there for my student when you know he's you know trying to get pushed down the stairs and he texts me and tells me he's really pissed and all he wants at the end of the day is to go home other students instigate him and he goes yo man i get to go home i thought of my ancestors didn't provoke didn't get provoked to have a fight and i'm going home that's all i want that's all i want fran is i want to go home at the end of the day he plays rugby he helps connect with his students to encourage them to come to school even though he has no money no no and he's impoverished he still comes to school thank you for listening see the unseen